0: Voice does that make it,
1: it harder to be a comedian? Uh, what? Because you have to watch what you say you depending on your audience. Mm. You you alluded to that earlier, right? You said yeah. you're said you said, um, you're not going to say certain type of jokes mm, if too. you're in a certain part of America. Right, You right. You, you feel like it's not going to hit or there'll be severe backlash. Um, no, I, I so don't worry... does that worry. make your job way harder or do you find it makes no difference? No, it, it makes you... It makes you think harder. It makes
2: you come up with creative ways of, you know, to write jokes. It, 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 yeah, you gotta, you can't just throw anything out there, right? I think certain, with certain restrictions. For me, uh, I do mostly clean comedy. Um, not that I'm afraid to use the F word or anything like that, but I feel like being clean uh, makes you write smarter joke. It's like that extra filter, because you, you can say like, um, you know, "pussy dig bitches" and get a laugh. But but if you want, if you are clean and you still get a laugh, that makes you stronger comic. That's, that makes that makes you write smarter joke, in
1: my opinion. Doing that type of comedy makes you flex your muscles more. Like you're able to hone in on a craft. Right. 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 I get it. Right. But yeah,
2: it's, it's it's easier to go from clean to dirty, but it's super hard to go from dirty to clean. like if you have a dirty joke you try to clean it up make it PG-13 it's almost impossible right interesting
0: Josh you're dirty as fuck Uh, you want to hear oh it's working it's working (laughs) Um, you want to hear the best part Uh, I got you uh, and Kevin I am I'm really dirty you guys get get, like real (laughs) though I got recruited uh, I'm hosting uh, I'm doing comedy and I'm hosting for three hours a Jewish singles event in a Jewish temple tomorrow So I have to take my entire set and just throw it in the garbage. So is is Pung right? Is it harder from to go from dirty to
1: clean than it is from going clean and dirty? In your opinion,
0: to go from dirty to clean is much harder. It's much harder. Much much harder. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: it takes a lot. Why? Why is that?
0: Because you know when you're able to you know uh, exclamate things with curses and names of genitals, you know it's easy to elevate because people automatically you're 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 already Making them uncomfortable? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And that's, and that's what comedy is. It's building tension and then popping it, you know? So, like, it's like a cheat almost. When you're doing dirty, you're cheating because you're getting them to this place quicker. When you do it clean, you gotta be smarter with it. You gotta be, you know, the right selection of words. And you can, you can say crazy stuff without being dirty, you know? You just insinuate it.
1: You guys ever see, what was this, um, comedian, Joe Wang? Yeah, Joe Wong. I I I Joe know Wong. him. I know him. Yeah. Holy crap, he's hilarious. I saw his, I yeah, yeah. he got on my radar cuz I don't know, YouTube uh-huh. suggested it to me. And I think I saw his set. And if you guys are listening, check mm-hmm. out Joe Wong. Joe Wong. Um, J O E W O N. Um he's he's on hilarious. C-Span. He he had this great set where he was yeah. doing this White House correspondence. Right. Roasting dinner. Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was crazy. It was. Yeah. Was it Joe Biden or Obama? Uh, it was Joe Biden. No, Joe Biden, Joe Biden, Joe Biden was the vice was the president. VP that, that yes, yes, yes. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah. It was, it was brilliant. He won over the crowd first. Everyone's looking because this guy's from China, right? Thick and accent. Thick accent, man. Totally thick. And he just won over the crowd. At first, everyone's mm. looking at him like, does he belong here? <laughs> right. So out of place. Yeah. I mean, he's doing a set with a lot of very serious people, very powerful people right. in journalism. Yeah. And in politics right. right and fortune 100 companies mm-hmm. ceos are present
0: right yeah they're,
2: and he's been on letterman and Ellen show all kinds and of killed, man. Show. yeah it's it's
0: funny so. where comedy will take you you know you're the joker amongst people who are actually doing things
2: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. i mean he, that guy was a phd
2: in something chemical or physics or something he was he was doctor um he um He's from Texas. Uh, he, we went to school in Texas in Houston, Rice University, and then he moved to uh, Boston. He did com, Star comedy in Boston, and that's where he blew, blew up.
1: So you met him before. You, met him. Yeah,
2: I met him in LA once. Um, yeah, is he, is he like guy. the same? <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, super funny guy. He he moved back to China though. He moved back to China. He's doing comedy there. Uh, everybody respects him. Oh, he he's must like, be a
1: beast over there.
2: Yeah, you it's tapping very, in somewhere. Uh, me and my cousin, like 10 years ago, we were watching Joe Wong, um, like in New York too. Like, I didn't start comedy then, uh, but now she's like finding out I'm doing comedy and I'm playing New York. She was super excited to watch me. She she lives in uh, Chicago now, but she's really proud of me because uh, we, we, we were like comedy fans she had no idea i'd be doing comedy and i even met joe wong
1: um, do all the asian comedians kind of know each other yeah pretty much Who's that funny guy he, he he's he was on a tv show He she just had a special on prime oh, i can't believe i forgot his name uh he's kind of short long hair bobby lee no, no bobby lee Who? oh jimmy o yang jimmy o yang jimmy o yang yes yeah yeah um yes yeah have you I'm, met him
2: yeah, I met him in Dallas once. He, um, had, a,
1: he had a great special on um, M- um, Amazon Amazon, time.
2: yeah. Um, yeah, met him. Um, Henry Cho is another funny comedian.
1: Henry
2: Cho? Henry Cho. Henry Cho? Henry Cho. Uh, if you just close your eyes and listen to him, he sounds like a redneck. He's, he's from He grew up in Tennessee. He sounds like a redneck, but he's a super funny guy. Um, and he's so much older than all of us. Um, yeah, he's been doing it for a long time. He's still doing comedy.
1: Like the Asian comedians, do they ever say, hey, let's get together. Let's, let's do like an Asian tour. I mean, I've seen that with Middle Eastern um, comedians before where yeah. they get together. There's one guy that had a Netflix special, a Mo... Uh, Modi? Yeah.
0: I yeah, mean, The two Israeli guys are doing that now. I mean, yeah. he was hilarious.
1: Mo Amer. Mo Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was, he's kind of big guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, He's, he's hilarious. from
2: hilarious. Te- he's from Houston
1: oh yeah yeah he was hilarious man like i I watched both i went after seeing the special i was like i wanted to see more and i, I saw that there was another special here and you know my wife and i are just like rolling man dude is a genius the way he put things together and i, I see the comedic break sometimes he does with his laugh his mm. laugh is even infectious i just started laughing when he laughs oh like, he's yeah. great he's yeah great, do they have
0: man. asian comedy festivals
2: uh yeah yeah i just did one here in new york uh two, two three weeks ago how was it uh it was great it was the food was really good too uh yeah they give you like a little package and there's a bunch of snacks and drinks they were all amazing i don't even know what they are like <laughs> like they um I, I like it it was super fun um it's called a uh, very big very asian festival uh so did it did does it. exist it does exist yeah um but, I don't think um they tour uh like especially like the deaf Jam kind of thing uh uh in the, so it's very
1: local it's,
2: yeah, it's very local and it's not like um you get like Joe Wong or Ali Wong and like Ronnie Chen and Jimmy Oyan all together, yeah, you don't see like shows like that, I
1: think that would kill, yeah, yeah, Ali Wong is also like hilarious yeah. yeah. I, I, do you think that there's just no appetite for that f- nationwide? Or is just, or do you think Asian comedians is just something that's very niche?
2: Um, I think it's becoming mainstream. Uh, we were just talking about Uncle Roger, the guy from uh, Malaysia. He's originally from Ma- Malaysia, but he lives in the UK now. Does stand-up comedy Uncle Roger. Did, you, you ever seen him? No. Yeah, that's his character, Uncle Roger. His real name is Nigel Ng. Uh, he's he's touring America, selling out theaters. Yeah, he's doing um, really well. I opened up for him in in Dallas. Super funny guy, very friendly too. Um, yeah, he does Uncle Roger as a character up top, and then he brings me up. I do my set, and then I bring up Nigel Ng. He does his regular stand up routine. Super funny guy.
1: I want to shift gears away from comedy. I just want to talk to to comedians about dating, because I always uh, hear you guys have. Some stories, you know. My other comedian friends also has um, interesting takes on it. Now, I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Uh. Would you? Um, first of all, how's the dating scene for you in New York versus Dallas? I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> versus China, like how versus is that China. all? Um, like? I'm just well, curious. I mean, China
2: is like, uh, you, if you're dating, it's more, it's more, it's more towards you know relationship and marriage um it's more serious uh over here there's like i'm sure right now there's like casual dating in china but back in the days i I didn't think that even exists like you you have sex with someone you pretty much committed with that person that's (laughs) it yeah yeah that's
1: that's who you yeah interesting but yeah. now you're you're feeling like it's it's evolving over there where people i think having so. multiple partners
2: yeah i think so
0: the world is getting slutty will yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: i think so what do you think um about this
0: about dating about dating because i hear in, that in, sometimes in, like there'll be girls
1: Europe. that come up to you after the show right never happened to me no
0: Josh was like too many i can't get them off I, of me d- listen <laughs> that's That was my life for, after you know, I split with my kids. I have a kid, so I had to split with her like six years ago. And that's right when I started doing comedy. Like a year later, I started doing comedy. And yeah, when you start doing shows and you have a good set, there's plenty of women after the show. Yeah, I hear that. Well, because, you know, when when you first start comedy, a lot of it is bar shows. Everybody's just plastered and drinking. So, And then you already just like broke the ice because they saw you perform. But... It's not a healthy lifestyle. Being mm. being a single comedian and like going out and performing and picking up it's it's not healthy. So some, I have a, some I,
1: people. It's the dream. It, it you was get to travel from city to city to <laughs> meet a, defi- a, a bunch of different potential partners.
0: Yeah, but that that, that gets tired. I guess it tired. gets old. It gets tired. It gets tired. And I listen. I dated some beautiful women. <laughs> look,
1: look at Pung. He's like, hey. I just want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know
1: what you're like... talking about, Josh? We live movie,
2: like... in two different worlds. <laughs> well, listen,
0: I was I was stuck at home like you guys during the pandemic, and I got very lonely and desperate. And I started like, I reached out to a couple of like people who I cut off. And I was like, I'm never talking to that lady again. She's freaking nuts. And I ended up hitting them up just because I was like alone, and it's months. And then like, uh, right when it turned 2021. 20, uh like first week of january i met my current girlfriend and we fell in love and i moved her into my apartment 30 days later and she that's like, why kevin's no longer living with exactly. you exactly <laughs> she's been there ever since yeah okay man, we're gonna get married soon
2: have you been on the road much
0: um with her no
2: no i mean <laughs> comedy does it take you on the road uh, i've done it outside yeah 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 uh, mm-hmm.
0: where to Uh, Pennsylvania New Jersey New Jersey Uh, okay so that's like California
2: Oklahoma and Arkansas to us if you're in Dallas you travel to uh, Oklahoma oh like the adjacent states yes Yeah. tri-state
0: areas they call it
2: oh tri-state area Uh, I don't know our what is it for us it's like Texas is so big it's like an entire country yeah yeah who
0: do you think has better looking women New York City or Texas
2: and Texas have really good-looking women, too. Um, Lots of Latinas, uh, lots of um, Mexicans, mostly Mexicans. Here is, like, uh, Puerto Ricans, Dominicans. Mm. I mean, they're beautiful, too. Do you Um, you
1: see a lot of uh, mixed, biracial dating there? So everyone...
2: I mean, biracial, yeah, black
1: and white. Like, do you see, like, a Mexican with an Asian? No. 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 (laughs) Very rarely. Because I see that here. I'll see, like, a Puerto Rican... With yeah. an Asian or Dominican mm. yeah that's not uncommon
0: yeah no New York yeah, City but New York City is yeah. a melting pot yeah
1: like people are more mm. for the most part open into dating other cultures and especially yeah. when, when I know when I dated outside the culture I, 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 I didn't start dating Asians until later mm. on in life right mm. and when I dated inside the culture I was more shocked Mm. It's so different, yeah. Than
0: other, I only dated a couple Jewish girls, and every time it was like, "Oh, this is weird. This is different for you." Yeah, it it wasn't
1: weird; just it was just different. Like I had to get over some of the things that I was used to, just culturally, right? Mm. Just different. Like what we like, what they like to do for fun Mm. was a little different. Um, Parties, dances, was a little different. Like if you're dating a Latino girl, you're you're gonna be prepared to dance all night. To you're just like done you know <laughs> right you're like, you're like done they they can party like and they can mexicans fight. can party puerto ricans can party the minute like they can like they're like energizer bunny they mm. just don't stop you know and and i'm tapping out you know i was like i thought i could party but i bet they, you were popular
2: because you're a tall asian guy you go looking you
1: yeah you're, you're strong no when i was younger i was actually they used to call me lollipop because <laughs> my head was bigger than my body oh. I was a skinny Asian guy I, I was you know I don't know if I was popular but I was accepted in a lot of groups only because I didn't care like mm. they would make like I told you earlier people would make fun of me yeah. Lollipop you big head Jackie <laughs> Chan Bruce Lee looking you know they would roast me and yeah, yeah. I, I didn't care I, all I cared about as a kid mm. was what you just want to go out and play you want to have fun you know you want to meet people and, and it was to me it was either that or stay cooped up at home and that wasn't an option like i didn't want to stay home i wanted to be outside playing with the kids i want to play basketball baseball football Uh, i want to meet like that girl over there super cute you know and um that was really it. i mean i don't know if i was popular but i was unique because i was the only chinese kid Mm. you know so i it was a advantage in that sense because they were like, yo, I like Chinese boys, Right. you know, this and that. So it, it, it was nice. It was nice. But then when I went over, when I got older, yeah, I guess I became a little bit more, I guess, popular.
0: Like college years?
1: Uh, Yeah. I would say college years is when I, I guess, you know, came to my own. I accepted who I am. You know, you, right. during the weird teenage years, you kind of want to fit in with everyone. And you you just go off to all these different things and you try different you find out what works for you and you're going through this awkward stage of your life. And then college, I just kind of came to my own and I accepted myself and I said, you know what, I'm going to make friends with whoever. And most of my friends I made uh, that I got really close with became were, were really just like nerds, mm-hmm. introverts. It was the opposite of people I usually hung out with as a teenager. And I found that um, I felt better with them. I don't know why. I think maybe the group that I found was just they seemed more authentic mm-hmm. and sincere, and they didn't care about having other people's approval. Uh, and I think I was drawn to that. Even though they were so different, we barely had anything in common. They didn't play basketball. They really didn't play sports. But when I did and I invited them, they were happy to come. Right? When we would have conversations, they wouldn't try to one-up me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I fucking, I got like 10... Yeah. Pairs of Jordans, Will. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, that, that is shit. I, I just banged this girl the other night. Like, it wasn't...
0: A competition.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't really feel that, right? And, and, and it was just authentic. Like, hey, yo, you need that? Yeah, I got you, Will. Oh, you, you want to do this? You know what? I'll support you. Oh, you, you got a tournament? Yo, what time? I want to come. I'm like, what? I never had friends like that where yeah. they want to show up and just be there for me. So, so I thought that was interesting. So instead of judging a book by its cover... I just took time to get to know people Mm -hmm. and then said damn man this person is a good dude you know or or just solid do you hang out with more Asian friends or white friends or mixed crowd (sighs) man I don't have I wish I had the real estate in my life now Mm, mm. to hang out with multitude of friends Mm. right now it's just me and my family everything else I do Mm. unfortunately and fortunately because I'm so proud to be with my family. I love family time; uh, it's my favorite thing in the world. But everything I do outside of that, if I'm hanging out with someone, it's it's all business. It's pertaining mm. to work yeah. or the podcast or something like that. I don't really have a chance to say like, "Hey, Josh, let's go you bowling." <laughs> yeah, you want to go bowling? You want to shoot pool? You want to go? You know, get smashed on Friday night? Like, yeah. I I don't have that bandwidth Luxury. anymore. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a different stage of my life. So I guess. You know, I, it, at the time back then, it depend on when you ask me, right? If you asked me if I was 14, 15, I would say mostly Hispanics. Mm-hmm. And then you asked me, like, in college, I would say it's mixed because it was predominantly white people in my school. And then uh, I joined the Asian interest fraternity. So then I hung out with them, <laughs> right? So it's like I, I got a lot of experience. And then after college, most of my colleagues are white and I hung out with them after work because that's where I absorbed most of my time mm. and then as I moved forward with life and I got into the entertainment stuff and mm. I'm meeting with different people and now in entertainment you're going to get a mixed pot of everyone yeah right yeah and now that I stopped all of that well for the most part I mm. grew into a different stage it's really just family
0: yeah but that's a, you know that's a this part of your life will is a very short period of time the kids are young now right
1: yeah it's a very short period yeah, and, and it's know. what I want to do so this yeah. is isn't this isn't like it was pre-planned. Like I planned on being a dad, right? And I planned on having these relationships. My old friends, when we do meet up for birthdays, and I haven't seen them in like months or even years,
0: mm.
1: when I do meet up, it's like we haven't missed a beat. Josh, I have. When's the last time I seen you? Right? I don't know. It's a been a year months. ago, two years ago.
0: Right? No, yeah. not
1: that long. It's months. Right. Right. And and uh I mean, when the Asian hate thing happened, you reached out, right? Just to make sure. I'm okay, right? I, and Norm, and I, I appreciate that. But I haven't seen you in a while, but I know as soon as I see you, I, you're Josh. Right. Yeah, it's well, like we haven't missed a beat. So that's yeah. like most of the relationships with a lot of my close friends or people that I, I've been with in the past. Like when we see each other, we hit the ground floor running. Mm. It's like we picked up where, right where we left off. Yeah. I think that's life, right? I think you kind of move on. You get into different stages in your life. I try not to look back. I appreciate everything that happened but I don't miss it. Mm. I don't miss it. I just look forward and I enjoy the current moment.
0: Achoo. Smart philosophy. Yeah, I grew up in Queens. Dude, there,
1: you know how depressing it is looking back? <sighs> it's, it's depressing. When you start like, looking at old happiness you get mm. sad for some reason it's weird like right. it's, you get kind of
0: like this it's of nostalgic shit yeah. and, and for
1: some reason it beats you up inside yeah. at least for me it does like I start thinking about like my old friends oh I miss the time when we used to this and that and, and it just puts me in such a, a whack place and I'm looking at my life now I'm like yo I should be happy right now I'm still healthy Right. I still have a lot I have a lot more than I did in the past right. so why am I mentally going back there when right. I built everything that i have up until this point i should enjoy right. what
0: the the younger version of me would appreciate or wish i had right. fortunately for me i don't have anything good to look back on so i don't i don't <laughs> suffer from missing anything how about you pang what's that like for you uh, well i i grew
2: up um in northwest china uh, it's like right on the border with kazakhstan tajikistan mm. uh there's a lot of it's muslim predominant area there's a lot of Muslim people in the area. And, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Han Chinese. Um, so are the kids in my neighborhood are Han Chinese. Um, but back in the days, they were like, they don't get along with each other with, uh, especially kids. Uh, like if you're Han, you get picked on by the, uh, the, the Muslim kids. Uh, but well, we were we were from the you know military family, so we, we grew up in the military base, and uh, we, we like stick to to each other. we We would have to fight those kids when uh, when we were kids. Um, and then we moved down south. Um, I still didn't feel fit in. it was, It was all Han Chinese people, but they speak a different dialect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't speak their dialect to begin with. They make fun of they used to make fun of my accent. And like pick on me I had to fight them
1: (laughs) That's fascinating Because right away You would assume That a Chinese person (laughs) Living living and growing up in China
0: Is going to be okay Living in China They wouldn't have a hard time Fitting in But that's the (laughs) That's the secret of humanity Is no matter How similar we are We'll find a way To make a division between us And pick on each other That's like that's, That's what humans are best at Finding out the differences Between us
1: Yeah yeah then Ronald, Ronald Reagan had an interesting saying when mm. during his pres- presidency when he was alive and he he had a, a speech and he says I can't help but imagine and I'm paraphrasing here but he's saying if there was uh, outside source that came like aliens for example mm. Mm, yeah. how how quickly would we all find common Band ground together Yeah,
0: yeah. right. They're planning on doing that to us soon. Don't, don't worry.
1: <laughs> the way things are going, you know, they come. They're coming out with UFOs, New York Times, yeah. CNN, yeah, yeah. Fox News,
0: any day now. Any
1: Sixty day. Minutes. Like it's 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 crazy. You're not known as a, uh, you know, cuckoo cuckoo. You know, back then they would think you're an
0: absolute right. nut. You know what's gonna happen? The aliens are gonna get here, and they're gonna be racist towards humans.
1: Or humans will be racist towards aliens.
0: That's probably likely too
1: racism is uh, in, in my opinion extremely barbaric mm. it's like it's caveman mentality it's caveman mentality it's a mm. old way that's you know you're making an assumption about someone a, a, a definitive assumption right based on how they look mm. and what part of the country right they're from yeah and and If you ever had the chance to get to meet someone, you realize that that's not the case. They actually break everything that you think. And even with me, if I look, I'm Asian. I'm Chinese. And when I meet another Chinese person, if I had preconceived notions, like if I thought that this person was a certain way and then I speak to them, like they're nowhere near what I thought they were going to be. Right. Right. Like punk comedians, for example, if I did it from a comedian standpoint instead of racial, I think most people think comedian haha. Ha, okay make me laugh <laughs> yeah make me laugh right you're, you're gonna be out to always try to have a punchline ready you're gonna have a set of things ready to say to entertain especially when the cameras are rolling mm. but you didn't do that not, um, and neither did you, Josh. Shit, we're really <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I can't say I'm so disappointed, guys. Yeah, but, hey, we, hey, you down. we were
0: talking about such serious Yeah, yeah it, was stuff. Serious. it was serious. Yeah, so, you know, uh, we talented. We know it. how to act like serious people when we have.
1: To. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure you guys get it with new friends that you meet. Like, come on, make me laugh.
0: Well, you notice know they have like a lot of these new shows, like uh, that Seinfeld show, uh, comics drinking coffee in car, whatever mm. that show is. Right, right. They have shows like that, and they show comedians. Uh-huh shooting the shit like it's just a natural conversation. It's not, they went there to know that they had to do shoot the shit, something funny for a certain amount of time. It's not like, you know, that's just some random conversation that they're having. You know, like, I, you know, I'll hang out with comics. We could be boring or sad, you know? Um, And then other times when you're not, you're just shooting the shit with your friends. You guys could be the funniest you've ever been. When I watch interviews, I feel like a lot
1: of comedians or entertainers have a set like sets of stories Mm -hmm. that they're ready to tell because i and the reason for that is because when i watch different interviews they have the same stories Mm. so they're kind of like they kind of the interviewer usually tease it up for them and i Mm. guess that's why podcasts are so popular now because well the ones that are not scripted right yeah because then you get the, the more raw version of people, the, what they're really like. Right. Instead of someone that's just trained them, these trained interview, even though it could be funny, like like I was watching an um, interview with Jamie Foxx, and his stories are like, and he's an incredible storyteller, super talented. And I enjoy just watching Jamie Foxx just because of his interviews. But then what I noticed is that he says a lot of the same stories the on same different yeah. podcasts or different um, right. Late night TV.
0: Because how many different stories can one man have? You know, he's got. I bet he's got a ton. I'm sure. But the ones that he can can tell, the ones that he can tell, the ones that he can tell,
1: yeah, without. Yeah, I mean, do you see that a lot? Do you have? Do you ever feel like you need to have, as a comedian, that pressure to make someone laugh? That you need to have this arsenal ready to go. No, I think. In real life, I'm super boring. And <laughs> I, I like, you know,
2: serious conversations. But um, I, I, don't, I don't ever try to, like, make people laugh in a regular conversation.
0: Do you? I mean, um, the, the pressure comes when you're on stage, Yeah, I think, You know, like...
2: Okay. Yeah, and I think comics hate it when uh, other people comics are, just yeah. run
1: their bit. It's like, oh, you're, you're doing oh, a bit on Yeah, me, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. You're comics don't
0: want to hear other comics do bits off stage. Yeah.
1: You touched on something there. So um, when I'm with my friends right when we meet up and hang out we shoot the shit mm. i feel like i want to be myself so we just talk about regular things like the way we are right now right and if we're not laughing we're being serious we're talking about life stuff we're talking about our families or whatever problems that we have work whatever life um and with my other group of friends they don't want to hear none of that shit <laughs> they just want to roast have jokes 24/7 and <laughs> if if you start going down that lane they're just like no 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 right like they're just not interested in that right. yeah
2: that's why we always say the funniest people in real life are not comedians um they they never go into comedy because they think oh this is easy i can make people laugh all the time why do i have to go on stage uh a lot of comedians are not funny in real life they like i'm i'm not funny in real life i I, I'm I'm always the observer. I always watch people, listen to what they say, and like analyze it in my head. Um, yeah, that I think that's a big difference. You're right about it. There's a big difference um, between funny on stage and funny off
1: stage. Do you ever feel like you don't fit in because of that? Um, because not too many people, at least to my experience, unless it's my close friends, want to mm-hmm. get that serious. In terms of conversation A lot of people are guarded Yeah, Like they just don't want to open that can of worms Or they just don't want you to know what irks them Like yeah, I I feel like For whatever reason this day Mm. and age People are afraid to talk about the way Mm. they feel Mm. Because they're afraid of being judged Like Mm. I was just telling um, You know Michael and I Was just having lunch You guys can't see him He's my buddy that's helping out Because Norm's not here But I was telling him like some deep shit about what's going on in my life you know mm. some of my issues that's going on and and it felt good just to because I haven't been able to speak to anyone about it and I haven't seen him in a while oh, so okay. when we connected like it was like it just he asked me and how's the family and I just went into it and then I just went boom floodgates opened it up and, mm. and things I wish that could be better things I wish didn't happen but it's out of my control because I don't control other people and the way they treated me and I wish we could have a relationship because we are blood, mm. but the trust just isn't there, mm. and 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 it's so hard to have conversations. What I realize is, like, to my regular friend, my normal friends, right? Just that's not like this close to me. It's like I almost feel they don't want to hear that. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah, I get that. I'm 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 such an introvert myself, um, and also like growing up uh, Chinese in a Chinese family, it's. Uh, they 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 see it as a weakness to show your true emotion. They think if you show your true emotion, you are exposing yourself to others you're exposing your vulnerability to others, and that could end up hurting yourself. but none um, of
1: us is perfect, right and we should right. have friends that we can speak to, but instead, we pay for people to listen to us mm. and give us advice, <laughs> right yeah. I mean, I have friends that I. I'm fortunate enough to have friends that I can mm. talk to, and sometimes they have nothing to give back to me. They're just like, "Damn, that's damn." Well, I think that's why so many people are depressed, right? And mentally unstable is because they don't the have only, someone
0: to talk to. The only
1: voice yeah. they hear is their own. Yeah, and and they want. It's not that they. I don't think that they don't want to share with someone. Mm. I think that they're just afraid. That that person may use it against them.
0: Mm. Yeah, why'd you attack me? Yeah. That's
1: that's beef. You know, like that is war. Like when you say certain things, you can't take it back. Mm.
0: Why can't we conversate or tell people? Yeah, why can't? Exactly why, why does everything
1: need to be entertaining? When I'm meeting up with a group of friends. Like we have to make each other laugh. We have to entertain. Everything has to be so light.
0: Because I th- well, I and think- we have
1: to pretend like problems in the world don't exist and we're all perfect Mm.
0: and we're all living this amazing life. I think it's a survival instinct because you know life is so fucking heavy that if you're going about it you know from that deep introspective like self analysis place it gets too too deep. It gets too hard. It gets too heavy. But
1: isn't it harder to carry that burden on your own? Mm. Maybe if you share it like I am with you guys right now like we're kind of sharing that burden like oh shit. I found two guys here that can relate to what I'm going through. Or you found a couple of guys that can relate to what you were saying, mm. right? And, and you as well, with your life, where you shared with me what happened to you in the past, right? And right. some of your hardships. Right. I mean, isn't that much easier to deal with? Isn't that what friends are for, building this bond and relationship? Is that you can talk about, you can laugh, but you can also talk about life and 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 get some advice or
0: just somebody to listen to you. I think what what it keys back to is that it's a matter of trust, and and that's the thing that's lacking a lot these days. You know, people just don't trust each other.
1: Why is it so hard to trust someone? Why is everyone so damn suspicious? Like everyone has this. I I feel, and I shouldn't say everyone, but seriously, almost everyone feels yeah. guarded. Like when I ask them something, they're like, "Oh shit, is he gonna?" Ooh, think of me like this. Am I gonna regret if I tell Will this mm. or or anyone? Like I could see it when I'm mm. in a, a setting, and and I don't think most people are out to get anyone. I think they they, you know, for the most part, if something happens. They're just looking out for themselves, and you just happen to catch a stray bullet.
0: Right. The world has changed, Will. The world is a different place. It's it. it we, we live in a society now where like everything that you see on TV is is men hurting other men it's it's wars it's che- you know women cheating on their husbands and men cheating on men and people stealing from each other and everything that's all that's ever publicized and that did i mean that's a social construct on purpose you know it's easier to control society when everybody is suspicious of each other you yeah.
2: know <laughs> hey, you know what i saw yesterday uh i saw a homeless guy with a with a bike and on the bike, there's Ukrainian flags all over. Right. I'm like, this dude is worried about the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, he had to think about where he eats, where he sleeps. Right. and he had to worry about Ukraine. Right. Like, yeah, but like even the homeless guys are are thinking about you know the conflict in the. <laughs> in the world yeah right. you're right it's all over because we're so bombarded that's with the it. information yeah
0: there's no good news network I mean I'm sure there is but <laughs> <for> the majority <laughs> yeah. it's just whatever's the worst thing that's happening during that day is that's what's going to make the news
1: I think that's because it holds your attention it, yeah it gets, it gets your attention right because they want to know how long you stay on that click how long you're watching their content right. and mm. if it's good news perhaps they think that when they look at the data it there, where there's no shock value, it's boring, they're gonna.
0: Well, the bounce. The, my, the favorite thing is like when they, when they have like a teaser for the evening news, and they'll be like, there could be something in your refrigerator that could kill you. <laughs> Find out at seven. So you have to fucking stick around. <laughs> you gotta, like, like, don't you just tell like me right that. now, I could die. I don't know if I even fuck, I, maybe I just ate it. Th- I can't is- make it. Seven minutes. <laughs> I'm cooking dinner for my family. Maybe I'm killing them.
2: Yeah. You know, what the- if I don't make it to the session? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. It's half an and, hour from now. This past week, I've been out the country. I had absolute zero reception. Nice. No Wi-Fi. There was no cell towers. Even if I were tempted to put my cell back,
0: mm. there
1: was no way I could get reception. That's awesome. No. I told my buddies, I was like, "Yo, if you don't hear from me back on Friday." by Friday something bad happened to me <laughs> Send out a
0: search group send the search and rest but
1: for one full week nothing nothing and it was amazing mm. it was. because we're so normalized with being connected to our phones like an extension of our brain right that I forgot what it's like to just be without it just- right and the first two days, I was like, I need to check the internet. I right. need to go somewhere where there's... I need to know yeah. what if something's... Go- and I made up reasons. What if something happened to my right. mom and dad? And I need to know, like, I, any excuse I, to go back. And well, at the end, my wife was telling me, Will, you're so much... You're a much better person without looking at your phone all day. And she's like, you're just incredible. And I just had so much fun with you. It's like different. You're mm-hmm. so different when we, when, you're, when we have your attention. Nice. And I think that's why we can't talk to each other anymore Oh, because we want to talk to our phones interesting. we want to look at what we want to look just
0: getting over you just want to get over the conversation so you can go right. back to your we phone we
2: share our deepest secrets Jesus, with the right, phone
0: though. yeah
1: yeah you're, right. you're, yeah. Right, you're and, right and then and our phones we also want to prove to the world that we're worthy Right? right, so that's why we flex so hard on Instagram. Right, that's why hey, it, it, my Instagram, I, I just decided to private it and mm. I decided not to fucking post anymore on it. Nice. And, and because what it's used for, well, what is Instagram really? Uh, it's a selling tool. Yeah. If you're on it, you're really just to promote something. If you're an entertainer, right, but if you're out there going like this and you're posting selfies all day, yeah, you're just selling your life with, to with other deep people. Captions, I think yeah. a lot of people will look at you like, damn, that dude's depressed. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> right if I had if you look at my tiles and there's a bunch of selfies constantly with quotes with deep quotes yeah it's like, pretty and, depressing and, yeah. and like Will's g- posting this just so people can like him yeah Damn, and especially you know, for
2: comedians there's no way to avoid social media
1: yeah,
0: right? no, you to have not
2: to go, have social
1: media you, you gotta to go. sell yourself yeah. right it's a selling tool and, I, and yeah. I'm
2: okay for using it like that and it's becoming more, even more important at this day and age TikTok you can, that's that could yeah. be your whole
0: career yeah I mean there's people who are are doing stand-up comedy who probably don't belong doing stand-up comedy but they have like a tiktok that got 10 million likes yes steven
1: like. Stephen he the guy that goes um Evil. emotional damage yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. we had him on the podcast oh nice and he told us his plan like mm-hmm. he was just during COVID, he was like man he, he went to vermont in the middle of nowhere with with his girlfriend his, his girlfriend's place and he was like you know i'm just gonna do this i'm gonna further my career i'm gonna figure it out and right. he did he what this guy's a genius on the low like you meet him you watch his videos you're just like oh just some guy but he actually had a there's a method to his madness right and during the podcast he shares it you guys can go check it out hmm. he said i'm gonna get big on tiktok first because the way it's set up like it, it it's for users for new users to get viral is a lot easier. Mm. So once I hit x amount of uh, subscribers, followers, whatever on TikTok. I'm sorry if I'm not you <laughs> I don't have a TikTok account. And and then I'm going to do that and I'm going to migrate over to YouTube and Instagram wow. cuz YouTube and Instagram said doesn't really promote right. mm. new, but it monetizes better. New uh, artists right. Right? Uh, or entertainers or new creators what they do is whoever's big, whoever's trending, they try to because that's what the ad You know, because they're selling ads at the end of the day. The most eyes, yeah. Yeah, they're not there to promote you. They're there to promote the ads. You're just a part of that. So he had this great strategy, and Mm -hmm. he just blew up, man. He just figured it out, and he shared it with us. He was super transparent. Does he do stand-up comedy? No, he's he's more of the actor persuasion, and he he, he wants his goal, he shared on the podcast, to be an A-list actor, and he has a method still. He has a roadmap, a plan on how he's going to... And I wouldn't bet against him because everything that he's said, he's done, in a done. Short amount of time. Oh wow! In a short, and I keep hearing his name. Yeah, I keep so hearing cool. his name. Like people keep telling me, um, and I just say emotional damage. Immediately, you were like, yeah. boom, Steven. Well, yeah. You know.
0: Most people don't who who get big success. And he's a great guy, by the way. Yeah, he's probably he a good is person, cool. right? like, He's
1: he's down to earth, super positive. You,
0: you don't just stumble upon success like that. Like this is like this is a, a very intelligent person who put a lot of thought and energy into it. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And so he was one of the people that uh, was able to monetize social media to his advantage and have a healthy from my point of view in my discussion with him uh, seem very mentally stable mm-hmm. and healthy and this dude has no ego man yeah like he's one of the re- like he has millions of people that know who he is mm. no ego just yeah. like I've met guys that had less than hundred followers were bigger <laughs> egos than him.
0: <laughs> Are you looking at me, Will? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You um, know
2: this uh one of the funniest comedians I know. Um, he's he's not very well known. Uh, he's, I don't I don't think you know him, uh, Andrew Norelli. No, no, no. no. Uh, he's a guy out of California. He, if you listen to his albums, super good joke writer. Such a great joke writer. I don't even, I didn't even met him. Mm. But he has no social media, mm. no Facebook, no Instagram. Doesn't promote his show on social media. Doesn't do anything on social media.
1: Oh, well, he's a throwback, like.
2: Uh, no, he's. School. I don't. I don't think he's that old. I think he's uh, like. Our the, age. I mean. I mean,
1: in a way, he's, that he's not yeah. promoting it. Yeah. yeah right. Back then, it was like word of mouth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He's old school. Um. In that. In that sense. It's old school. Yeah. Yeah. But he's our age. I think. Why it's does he hard. do it like that? I. I have no idea. Uh, he's such a mystery to me. I. He's such a myth to me. I'm, I'm sure I can find common friends who can reach out to him um but i really want to like talk to him and see
1: is he successful uh,
2: i think he makes a living um i think he makes a living and he has you know really high quality albums out on um you know all these platforms uh, but th- th- I, I no no one knows his like personal life because he doesn't have social media. Yeah. Social
0: media is corny, you know at the end of the yeah, day yeah. when you think about it. Like do you remember before you got into social media? I remember it took me like a few years. I was like I'm not fucking it was, doing it this. Was, it was I'm not doing this. I'm not making a Facebook. I I remember even just making a MySpace. I was like this is ridiculous, you know?
2: Uh, I I want to add one thing um you know about the uh, how comedians can survive without social media. Uh like you know there's Plenty of comedians doing cruise ships. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of comedians doing uh, corporate gigs, yep. corporate shows, especially before the pandemic. I think pandemic changed everything. But before the pandemic, you can make a really good living just by doing corporate gig. Can like you the make guy- six figures? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the the guy I told you about, uh, Henry Cho, is a Korean um, from... Tennessee, he's not mainstream, but he makes enough money. I think mo, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure, but a lot of comedians told me that he is the highest paid cor- corporate gig comedian in America. Like companies will pay them a big amount of money every year just for the availability, just in case they need him. He had to be there. Uh, doesn't mean he had to be there. Like they don't have to hire him every year. So he like, found this lane.
1: Yeah. So what do you guys do for health benefits?
0: You marry somebody <laughs> who has health benefits. Is that it? You, you, f- you find a My girlfriend's a doctor, coffee? so I'm okay. <laughs> Lucky you. Other
1: than that, you have to sign up for some type of care? Mm.
0: Comedian care. Comedian care. Yeah. I'll just throw you in the garbage.
1: Is it, is it tough, though? I mean... So then you get paid, you must get paid up front, but then when it's time for taxes, and you're just like, holy shit, you got to have a huge, you got to have financial discipline because not all that is really yours. Well, right. yeah, you're
0: about, you have to pay taxes.
1: And then you have to pay your management, right? If you have uh, a manager. Yeah, well, yeah, it's
2: already, every, every time they pay you, it's already taken it away.
1: Oh, it's away. baked in already? So they already take the taxes? and Yeah. Oh.
2: Well, no, 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 oh, they, no, they, the they managers take the, the they take the, they take man- the t- yeah, they take their cut. But the taxes isn't The taxes, is, no, you still have to No, that's responsibility. Own. Yeah. You're an
0: independent contractor, but yeah. you can claim a lot of stuff. It costs a lot of money to do comedy. Yeah. yeah. I need moisturizer for my face.
2: You need clothes <laughs> Clothes. To wear. Yeah. yeah, you can't go on naked. <laughs> yeah,
0: <exactly. laughs> Therapy for after I have a bad set.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the cost of dude, doing
2: business. Dude, what do you guys
0: do
1: when you have a shitty set? Have you guys no. ever been booed <sighs> off? Or like I don't a, think I've like, ever seen. Yeah, I it's bloomed? just quiet.
0: That's just uh-huh. that's that's a bomb. Uh-huh. Like if you go into a room and someone's doing like seven minutes of material and mm-hmm. you don't hear a fucking thing, like you can hear a pin drop, that's mm-hmm. the sound of a bomb. You uh-huh. know? So it's uh, more like I've, a silent. I've, I've
2: had well, I've, I've fucked up way worse. <laughs> I've uh, I, I had a corporate gig that pays really well. Um, like in an afternoon we did a show and. Then it was, I think it was like Wednesday afternoon, big corporate gig. Uh, And they asked me, well, I was going clean because that's, you know, I I promised them I can do 40 minutes clean. Um, And I was doing well with the clean jokes. And then the boss man was like, hey, you can do dirty joke. It doesn't matter. Um, We're having fun. I was like, all right. He said it. Um, So I started doing dirty jokes. And uh, the HR lady was like, "Uh-uh." No, she like interrupted. She's like, "Can you take it down a notch?" Bring it down a few notches. Yeah, and that like killed the energy in the room. All of a sudden, all these you know these co-workers, these employees, they 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 start feeling self-conscious. Like, oh, we're not allowed to laugh. Oh.
1: Um, and
2: then and then I did a oh, it was a, on my part too. I was such an amateur. I I didn't I did a racial joke. Uh, and then if the room was silent and i uh it was something about um or and i said i, I was I, and i said it on on the on the spot too i was like um oh man this joke usually kills uh, but it sucks cuz you guys don't hire
1: any black people Woo! To their <laughs> No <laughs> Especially this day and age, all the corporate they, they try right. to promote cultural diversity yeah. and understanding. And that was
2: right. There were, there was no black people in the room. They, they, no,
1: they, they knew were, it. That's oh. that. that's a thing, especially they when you put it. a mirror in someone's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah So they didn't pay you for that? <laughs> no, I got paid before oh. I went out. Oh, up. they're just never gonna hire you uh, again, you're
2: saying. No, uh, yeah. After the show yeah. did um, anyone
1: laugh or were they? The young guys forward. were like this oh, they okay. knew covering their mouth laughing yeah okay. yeah. But they, they, they,
2: they, uh, after the show they, uh, the HR lady sent out a mass email to everyone apologizing for the comedian's insensitive comments mm. <laughs> insensitive jokes um, yeah that was the hardest I've ever yeah, did they do
0: anything about not hiring black people <laughs> <laughs> they hired like a bunch of we need a black person <laughs> they got a black comedian the next year that's what they did
1: so what happens in a corporate gig do they start letting other people know that hey don't book this guy he's he's uh, no I don't think uh, he inappropriate uh, inappropriate jokes (laughs) I don't
2: think uh, there's uh, they didn't hire me through uh, network so they couldn't go on a site and leave a review or anything Mm. like that okay Uh, it was through uh, you know friends references um, that I got the gig so, yeah, I think I'm fine. They, they, they're just not going to hire me again. I still got paid.
0: <laughs> like, what? They don't hire blacks. They don't hire Asians. This place is terrible.
1: Man. Oh, man. All right. I think um, we're going to wrap it up there. Peng, thanks yeah. for coming on, man. Thanks for having um, me. And, Josh, thank you for coming through. Thanks for having me, Will. We'll man. Really back. nice to meet you, Peng. Yeah.
2: I enjoyed this conversation. I think you're being fair, um, and you were asking... Questions and I, I hope I hope I handled it well. I hope I gave you direct answers for for the most part.
1: Thank you, Paul. It was nice to meet you, Bangman. Nice to meet you too.
2: Thanks, Will.
0: Lucky Boys Podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast for the rest of our episodes.